Hello everyone, welcome back to Board Guy Rambles on the Phone. This week's episode brought to you by Head Spinners. If that's a thing. My head is spinning. Anyways. Uh, so. Uh, Hell in a Cell. 2020. Something you... This, this whole year has been a Hell in a Cell match. Just so you know. 2020 is a Hell in a Cell match. So, Hell in a Cell 2020. That's kind of redundant. But... That being said, let's talk about the pay-per-view from last night. We're not talking about Raw. There's nothing on Raw we're talking about. Uh, and this is going to be a short episode, probably. Because outside of two matches, there's not much to talk about on that show to begin with. I might... I'm thinking of doing a, a special per episode soon. Once I get everything prepared for that. Uh, I don't know if it'll be, like, maybe it could be as soon as tomorrow night. And there might be a different episode as well sometime soon as also. But right now, we're just going to talk briefly about the pay-per-view. Uh, and, yeah. I don't really know why Roman versus Jay opened. It was really weird. I found... I read a report on Saturday that, of all matches, that Randy versus Drew was going to main event, which is the dumbest decision they could have possibly made. No one gave a fuck about that match. Don't know why it main evented. And I'm not even going to be talking about that match last. It does not. Get, it's not getting that. It's. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk about it first. It's gonna get talked about in the middle of this show where it belonged or the open, but we're. Uh, yeah, it's it's definitely not clo closing my review. It doesn't have to. My review goes in any fucking order I want it to. Uh, Roman versus Jay opened. Uh, their I quit match. It was really good. It wasn't a cell match. Let's just call it an I quit match. It was in a cell. It was an I quit match in a Hell in a Cell match. Now, technically, they said that. But you said it's an I quit match inside Hell in a Cell Still feel like you're going to use the cell. They didn't use the cell at all. Not once. So, I mean, it's... I'm not going to say it's false advertising or anything like that. It just... There's no reason they couldn't use the cell, so it feels weird that they didn't. But not even once. It's kind of like, you know, when the, the Wyatts... Bray Wyatt's first match on the main roster, he had a... Ring of Fire match with Kane instead of an Inferno match. It's kind of like that. They had a Ring of Fire. They didn't have an Inferno match. They just happened to have a match with a ring that was surrounded by fire. So it's kind of it's that's what it kind of reminds me of. Now it's significantly better than that Ring of Fire match, obviously, but uh, yeah, uh, like it was it wasn't even super brutal, it just, it was, it was really good, it was very, it was a more of a storytelling match than anything, uh, I won't say it was, like, as brutal as I thought it was, it wasn't brutal like I thought it was going to be, like, I thought he was going to beat the ever-living shit out of Jay. And that's that didn't really happen that way. 
But uh, everything they did in this match was done very, very well. Uh, so uh, I will still commend them for what they did in this. And to to do as much as they did with without even doing that much, that is impressive. Uh, like, he pretty much just, like, anytime Jay would get a, any kind of flurry, uh, he he hit a spear and stopped it. And then he did the one, like, Jay just wouldn't quit because he wouldn't. And I'm just like, you know, I'm kind of siding with Roman here. It's like, now you're just telling this guy to do it, and he's not doing it just because because he has some kind of pride, and he's just not going to do it because he's just stubborn as fuck. It's like, you were never going to win this match. I don't understand. Like, now I'm siding with Roman, because that, that kind of shit just pisses me off, actually, when people do that. It's just like, get the hell over yourself. You're not winning this match. So, started to side with him. I'm just like, Jay, know your place. Come on. Uh, and then, uh, ultimately, Jimmy came in after he sent that referee away. And then, uh, Roman starts crying. I'm like, what is happening right now? Like, this is nuts. And then he's like, I don't know. And then obviously, he was going to put, uh, attack Jimmy. And then he put Jimmy in the, uh, his guillotine, and that's what made Jay quit. I'm like, of course, that's that's of course what was going to happen. It's like Jay's not going to do it until you att- start attacking someone else. I'm like, all this is done really well, all of it. And then the the, uh, the Wild Samoans came out at the end. It was all really good. That was that was great. It's not something I'm going to probably ever rewatch because there's really no reason to. Uh but it was done very well. It was great. I, you could say it was a little too long, maybe. I don't really care. It's a five-match card. Who really cares? Technically, it was six because they added one random ass match. Uh, but yeah, uh, well done. Uh, let's talk about these other pointless matches. All the non-cell matches were pointless. Elias versus Jeff Hardy was too. Very pointless, and Jeff Hardy got disqualified after he hit Elias with the guitar. Great, whatever. No one cares. Uh, now, I mean, okay, Otis versus The Miz wasn't pointless. It just, it's whatever. The Miz won after Tucker cost Otis the match. He hit him with the the briefcase, and then The Miz got the win. I'm like, the only thing I can say about this match is I saw that Tucker turn coming, and it's not from anything that happened before this show. It happened from this match and this match alone, because Morrison got involved, like, two times, and Tucker is at ringside, and I'm like, and he doesn't do a thing about it. I'm like, Tucker, what are you doing? Get rid of Morrison. Go attack him. You have no re- There's no reason you can't go attack Morrison. Like, what are you doing? You're terrible at helping Otis, and then he hit him with the brew I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, that makes sense now. I'm like, I, I mean, like, the second before he did it, it, like, he moved just a little bit, I'm like, he's gonna hit Otis with that, isn't he? I'm like, yep, there it is. So, uh, yeah. So, that didn't surprise me. The Miz is now 
uh, has money in the bank. I wish I cared, but I would only care if Morrison had it. And the whatever. I just I it's whatever. Uh, Bobby Lashley beat. Shane Thorne, I'm not calling him by his retribution name. I'm calling him by his WWE name because they're they're bearing retribution before they even did anything. All he deserves better. Several of the people in this faction deserve better. I don't really give a fuck about Shane Thorne. Is basically what I'm trying to tell you. Uh, Slapjack, he's the worst one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I didn't really watch this match that much. After I watched the match I wanted to watch... Okay, so I'll... I'll this is what happened. Like, like I normally watch the show... I watch pay-per-views at work, and pay-per-views start at 6 o'clock, and 6 o'clock is when we close the mall, so I never get to watch the show in time. There's a sh the show when it starts. And for this particular show... I decided I'm not, I didn't, like, I, first off, since I knew Sasha versus Bailey wasn't going to main event, I assumed it was going to open. I have no idea why they opened with Roman. I really don't. That really didn't make any sense to me. If, like, if Roman wasn't main eventing, I don't know how he wasn't the second cell match. Really don't know. So, I'm like, you know... I want to watch Sasha versus Bailey unencumbered by like everyone else that's here because like the other people that I work with don't leave until seven. Like I don't want I want to be completely alone when I watch this match and not eating because like then like right after I cl close we close and I go get food. Like normally I would eat and watch put the pay per view on immediately and I eat while I'm watching it. I'm like no I want. I don't want to be interrupted by other people. I don't want to be distracted. I'm going to watch this match when it's on and with nothing distracting me. Like, I've been building it. We've been building to this for over a year now on this podcast and so on. I'm like, I'm not having any goddamn distractions. So, naturally, when I got out here at like 7.15 back in the car to watch it, put on the show, and they didn't open. So, and also, for some reason, when I first put on the player for on the network, it didn't give me any way to fast-forward. Like, there's supposed to be, there's always a way to rewind and fast-forward, no matter where you are. And for some reason, it didn't have that. So I couldn't fast-forward through any of the entrances of the matches I didn't care about or anything like that. And after I finished Sasha versus Bayley, I, kind of, I closed out, went back in, and it was there. But for the first four matches, I had to watch straight through without being able to skip anything. So I was already an hour and 15 minutes behind. But then after this, like I started to skip through things because I, I didn't care about this random U.S. title match or whatever. And I skipped... And skip through parts of the main event because I didn't care about it to begin with, and I, I needed it was a three-hour show. I needed to be out of. I leave here at ten o'clock. I got done watching this match like within fifteen minutes of me going home or something like that. So, uh, yeah. So that's that's what happened. So, anyways, uh, I saw everything I really need to know about Randy versus Drew. I know I don't give a fuck. 
They went to the top. Who cares? They didn't do anything significant up there. Uh, they did the fall off the halfway up the wall and through a table, the announce table. Drew did. Who cares? I, if Now, if Randy got him in an RKO and fell off and then went through the table through that, that would have been impressive. That would have been the only thing that was anything interesting in the match. Edge didn't come back. I don't give a fuck. Randy won the title. I don't give a fuck. I wouldn't give a fuck about Drew winning anyway. There's nothing special about this match. I will never watch that match in its entirety. There's no reason for it. I didn't care. Now Randy's the champion. So, great. We're really going to have Edge win the Royal Rumble and Edge win the title from Randy at WrestleMania. That's really what we're going to do. We're really wasting an entire year of this probable, like, three, maybe four-year Edge return at most on Randy freaking Orton. Really going to waste that much. Obviously, it's not his fault that the injury happens, but we really don't need them to have another goddamn WrestleMania match. The one they had wasn't even good this year. They It was just a lot of throwing each other into walls. I'm really not excited about it at all. So, there is no reason for that match to main event. So, after all that, let's just talk about it. Sasha versus Bailey. Should have main evented, obviously. Best match on the show, obviously. Like, it lived up to the hype, definitely. Uh, I'm not going to say it was better than Brooklyn. I will not, I'm not going to do that. I don't think, I don't think a Hell in a Cell match could be better than that match. Uh, But it lived up to the hype that it had. Uh, It did, again, it didn't outdo Brooklyn. Not that it could, but it came as close to it as it probably could have. Like, if they're going to outdo Brooklyn, it's going to be in a regular match on WrestleMania. And they should still, they should definitely have the opportunity to do that at some point. So if, I hope no one was expecting this match to be better than Brooklyn because it quite it, the Brooklyn match is far too important of a match in wrestling history for this match to be the to be just as important. This isn't. This isn't the beginning of a movement. Not that that was really the beginning, but you probably when you think of the beginning, that's probably the match you're gonna go to. Like that match legitimately got people into wrestling. Like I'm sure it's got people to start watching wrestling. I'm sure, but it got people to actually go into the business of wrestling. Like there have been a, there's several women that have gotten into the business because of this match. And it's only, and it's only five years ago. This, this is true. I can't, I can't think of who was now. There's at least two. There's definitely one. There's probably two. There's probably more, but like now the, the cell match it could have the same effect, but uh, 
it's not going to be a landmark match, probably. Like, Brooklyn is a landmark for women's wrestling, for wrestling as a whole, for NXT, etc. This is a very good match. It's a match of the year contender. Definitely. Will it be my match of the year? Maybe. We'll see. Quite possibly. Uh, still got two months to go. I have a lot to think about when it when we get there. But uh, I'm not going to count like the Brooklyn match is my match of the decade. I there's no way I can call this match the match of the decade. We're in the first fucking year of it. And as much as I do love this match now, and I've only watched it twice, I will be watching it more. Uh, it's not... As much as I love the match, for me to just hold on to it right now and say, this is the match of this of this decade, it's the first year. I hope there's more matches that are better than this in the next nine years. I that would be really It'd be really silly of me to hope that this is still the match of the decade nine years from now. So I'm not gonna, I'm not going out of the way to say that because that would be a, that that would both be a, a wild claim and a weird thing to want. Like obviously, I would love to see matches that are better than this in the next nine years because I'm a wrestling fan. That would be really weird if I wanted this one just because these are two of my favorite wrestlers ever to have a match or or have in this match or whatever. That's just, that would just be a really weird, silly take a really weird thing to want. Uh, So I'm not going to do that. Uh, But yeah, every, like this entire match was great. Uh, uh, It's the best women's Hell in a Cell match. It was better than Sasha versus Becky. Sasha versus Becky is so great, but it's not, it wasn't as good as this. Uh, Better than Sasha versus Charlotte by far. Uh, we didn't get anyone get no one got attacked at the beginning of the match and so on and like they got Sasha got rid of Bailey's chair but that's it got it sent out which just still ended up with the chair uh, a couple of the spots I saw coming like Sasha really does love her meteoras I will say she there was a number of them last year but uh, there were like five of them in this match like she really loves that move. I'm starting to think she needs an impact finisher. Not that, like, obviously the bank statement will still be her finisher, but she's starting to think she needs an actual impact finisher because keep going to that move. Not that that's a bad move. It's a great move, but need that too. It, it can't hurt to have more moves. So, uh, storytelling was great. I didn't get the callback that I wanted. That's a little sad, but it's it's whatever. I did like I wanted that po- that moment in the corner where Sasha sitting in the corner and Bailey's calling her a loser, and, and I wanted that to happen. It didn't happen. I, what can you do? Uh, uh, had a. They had a little. Bailey had a little trouble with that one kendo stick with the duct tape, but oh well, they improvise. Good wrestlers do that. Uh, 
Like, I want to talk about everything that happened, but I also think you should just, if you haven't seen the, like, if you've seen the match, you've seen the match, I don't really have to do that, and if you haven't, you should just go watch the match first, because you should be watching, it's good wrestling matches, you should be watching them. Anyways, uh, I did, like, I basically knew what the finish was going to be, like, I knew well before that, that. Sasha had Bailey in the bank statement with the chair wrapped around her. I basically knew that was going to be the finish, assuming Sasha won. Like, and it's not like two seconds before. I'm just like, you know, she's going to put her in a bank statement with a chair around her. And that's, that's what it's going to be. It's like any other time, like, like, that's the only way. I feel like that's the only way a bank statement is going to get a win in this match. Like, like, it feels like that move is really easy for someone to get to the ropes. So it's like, you're going to need the chair. And obviously, you're gonna, like, the chair is definitely going to play a part in the finish because the, it's been such a significant part of this feud. So, of course, the, the chair is going to use it. Or they're going to use the chair in the finish somehow. It could have just been a rose plant on on it for Bailey to win. Uh, Obviously, I kind of wanted Bailey to win, and then we wanted to do other things and have the feud continue. That didn't happen. Uh, Sasha won, and like, I'm not. It's not like when Oscar when she won it from Oscar, where I didn't feel anything. It's not like that. Like, uh, what her she actually won at this. I actually like felt things. Like it's not like I. And, I mean, it'd be impossible for me not, me not to with everything that I've just chronicled through about this feud. But, uh, like, but when she won it for Moscow, I didn't really feel much. I was just like, all right, cool, I guess. Even though I still feel like that shouldn't have happened that much. Uh, yeah. Obviously, I'm, obviously, I'm actually happy. And so on, so, uh. She didn't even take the title. Like, she just stared at Bailey for, like, a minute. It's like, she didn't even take the belt. Yeah. Also, the, the like, the most significant callback that I can think of it was the finish. Because when she had the chair air wrapped around Bailey when she had the banks in, and then she stomped on the chair just like she, st- uh, she stomped on Bailey's hand at Brooklyn. So... I mean, that would be impossible to miss, like, if you, if you, like, know things. But I'm sure there are, are more in there somewhere. Uh, she's the first, also, Sasha's the first person to kick out of the rose plant. Granted, she got rolled back in the ring after it happened, because it happened on the outside. Uh, so there's the whole, she got picked up and rolled back in the ring. But, you know. Uh... Where does this go going forward? Not sure. Uh, Survivor Series is brand versus brand. So she's facing Asuka at Survivor Series. Unless something happens and one of them's not the champion anymore. Uh, of course, I immediately started to fantasy book this to WrestleMania some, or after the match was over. I'm like, because I, I just can't stop. I can't stop. Uh, 
if nothing happens, they'll probably they'll probably have another match at TLC. Like, there's no reason for Bailey to ever. There's no real reason for Bailey to not want a rematch. She just had the title for 380 days, and Sasha has never retained the title. There's no reason why Bailey would ever accept not getting a rematch immediately. Whether that be like Friday or whether that what Bailey will want to rematch be Bailey has to demand a rematch then be the first person to get a match for the title. There's it would make absolutely no sense for her to do otherwise. That being said, the one thing I had, the one thought I had, because Sasha cannot lose her first re- her first match with the with this title. She can't. Not acceptable. So th- there's really no logical way for her to end up facing Bailey at Mania unless Bailey doesn't get a rematch. Because either she'll just beat Bailey again, and that's it. Well, not either. She'll just beat Bailey again. She could beat her at, at probably at TLC. Could be a chair match. It makes obvious sense for their feud. Could be a TLC match. They used all three all three inside of the cell. Uh, my thought was, well. Sasha forcibly made Bailey sign that contract for Hell in a Cell. Bailey was coerced to sign that. Realistically, she should sue, because that's probably not legal. And she should sue. She should r- really come to SmackDown on Friday with lawyers and sue to get her belt back, because that is. In, in the real world, can you wrap a chair around someone and choke them with it to make them sign a contract? I'm pretty sure you can't do that. I know the wrestling world is weird, but in the real world, you can't do that to make... That's not legal to make them... Like, you can't make... The, so, realistically, the Hell in a Cell match should be null and void in the eyes of the law, because that match should have never taken place. So, Bailey should sue to get her belt back. And either way, like, they can settle in and she gets her belt back, or she can sue and get whatever, but also still get her belt back. And that Hell in a Cell match doesn't exist. Now, why does it... Now, you're going to raise the question, now, why didn't she come to, to Hell in a Cell with lawyers and just make the match not happen? It's like, well, maybe she thought she could win the match. If you if she wins the match, it doesn't matter, does it? Bailey sues, she gets her belt back, and then that match never happens, and then whatever. Maybe Sasha isn't even allowed a rematch. A rematch. So, and then Sasha wins the Rumble. She actually has to redeem herself as a character, etc. That's my thought. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but... And I'm sure people will probably hate that. But... 
it makes a hell of a lot of sense. And I think that's what they should do. Uh, but yeah, um, I think that's all I'm, all I've got for this. Uh, this went longer than I thought it would, to be honest. If you haven't watched Sasha vs. Bailey, go watch it already. Freaking lunatics, if you haven't. Uh, but yeah, um, that's all for now.